Hey guys, welcome back to One Room Schoolhouse series starting back up. And today I am joined by some good friends on the end, Elijah from American Journey Experience. Elijah, welcome. Thank you for having me. Is there anything you would like to add about your incredible resume, your brilliance, the reason you're qualified to speak to some of what we're doing? Well, God does not uh, call the equip, he equips the call. The part of my story starts in the Texas legislature. That's great, thanks Elijah. Okay, <laughs> next, <laughs> Danielle, also from Wall Builders, will be joining us. Uh, Danielle, thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I, I know this for you is a little bit of a like, hey Danielle, come do this, and you're like, okay. Yeah, So sure. willing to do it. Yeah, any, anything that uh, needs to be done, I'll at least try. I love it. So, so we're going to try. We'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, if it goes well, then you might see them uh, on tomorrow's Hero yeah. of the Day. If you don't see a send help. <laughs> <laughs> or just know that we've resolved the problem. Either way, it's going to be fine. Uh, so what we are doing in February, we are doing a a hero of the day segment. And actually we have a new series of wall builders. It's the American heroes package. And this is something we're going to do for lots of different kind of uh, genres. This one just seemed to make sense as we're in February and we're talking about black history month. We know guys in the era of the 1619 project in the era of critical race theory, there's a lot of mantra and narrative that goes uh, against America uh, and, and a Marxist ideology where you only have oppressed and oppressors. And the sounds like you're saying we're in an era of racial equality and everything's great. Is that not? Well, it's not quite what I'm suggesting at the moment. Okay, I think I missed the point. We're okay. Okay. We'll we'll work (laughs) on it, right? But because because you have incredible heroes from American history who were black patriots, black heroes, because it doesn't fit the modern narrative of the portrayal that the 1619 Project Critical Race Theory wants to have of some of these black heroes, they're overlooked. And so we thought Mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity. Let's let's. Celebrate! Let's have a hero of the day for every single Monday through Friday, Black History Month. So for everybody out there, if you are a, a homeschool family, if you are a grandparent, if you are in a Christian private public school, wherever you are, there can be a hero of the day. In fact, if you're in an office place, you just want to play these awesome hero of the day. We want to introduce you to a hero that really should be celebrated. Unfortunately, oftentimes their story isn't very well known, although... This is something that these are very discoverable people. And so as we introduce you to their story, you totally can go do a deeper dive, find out more about them and why truly they are American heroes. Also worth noting is that we have all 20 of these American heroes uh, that we have their whole story relatively speaking, a page and a half, so it's super easy to read, that you can get their story. We have some footnotes on there as well to point you to places you can find some of the documentation for what we're explaining about them and why they were a hero, the contributions they made. So you can go to wallbuilders.com to find out more. But guys, as we start, one of my favorite heroes generally from the revolution, right? Not, Not even like just... Uh, kind of white people, black people, like, no, no, like literally one of my favorite heroes is somebody we've talked about a little bit before, Wall Builders, One Room School, I think we've introduced before, but James Armistead. Yes. So I think whenever you talk about uh, the contributions that these heroes played in American history, you'll realize that American history can't accurately be told unless you talk about some of these people. And James Armistead is definitely one of the standout characters in that. So yeah, let's sure. definitely get into Absolutely. his story. Yeah, so so arguably, the American Revolution mm-hmm. might not have been won, at least not in the way it was. Arguably, the guy who helped bring the victory, the end of the American Revolution, was James Armistead. So, so Elijah, let's start off. Let, let's walk through the story a little bit. Let's in, invite everybody listening. We want to tell you some of the story. And, and, and let's unfold this. Why is James Armistead a big deal? We mentioned, right, kind of, 
his contributions on some level, but who was he? What did he do? Let's start a story. So James Armistead was the slave of William Armistead who served in the Revolutionary War with George Washington. And, and he did uh, some work in arms dealing with the Revolutionary Army. Uh, but one of the reasons why James Armistead got involved in, in eventually becoming a spy uh, for the revolutionaries is because he saw the destruction of Richmond. Yeah, yeah and it saw. wasn't just the destruction of Richmond, right? Because the person who was involved in that was General Benedict Arnold. Arnold. Everyone, <laughs> a household name, right? right. Uh, yeah, especially <laughs> at this point. Well, and, and right, you know, back to the fall of Richmond, what's worth mm-hmm. noting is, is as Benedict Arnold, who's now the British officer leading the attack against Richmond, yeah. he doesn't just conquer Richmond. Mm-hmm. He literally turns troops loose on the civilian yeah. population. Yeah. And this is where James sees it. And James is like, okay, I want to do something. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, one of the guys at Washington had tasked with tracking the movement of the British officers was the Marquis de Lafayette. Yeah. And so Lafayette, and really in brilliance, he realizes he needs a spy ring. And for the spiring, which we've mentioned before on the One Room School, spirings were not a brand new thought in American history, even right. the revolution. You have know, like the Cobra spiring. Abigail Adams had like her female spiring. Super cool. Well, Lafayette realizes probably one of the most effective ways for aspiring is if we get uh, black patriots to come join the spiring because they can go to British camp, pretending to be escaped slaves. The British are going to take them in for refuge because mm-hmm. the British had already released an order. But Lafayette also just had such a heart for black Americans, for black people in general, for the slavery issue. Um, because you, we talk about, uh, I think in 1783, he went off the coast of South America to the Cayenne. Is that right? And he actually purchased, he was very wealthy, a very wealthy mm-hmm. Frenchman. And he purchased this plantation solely for the heart of freeing the slaves, right? right? For paying them for, he abolished the whip. He took care of these people as if they were his family. And George Washington actually wrote him and was like, I love that you did this, which speaks to the heart of both of those men. Yeah, Lafayette definitely was one of those guys who was an anti-slavery guy, who's pro-equality. And so he also, military strategy, sees this is a very strategic move. Yes. Because the British have already passed an order saying, if you are an escaped slave, come to us, we will take care of you. Which also, there's a little irony <laughs> that the British said, we will, you know, we'll make sure you get your freedom. And then I think it was like 80,000 uh, slaves that went to the British, and they freed like less than 5,000 of them yeah. over time. It's like... Interesting that uh, tyrants tend to lie along the way, right? Side note uh, for those curious about government authority positions, sometimes they lie. Nonetheless, uh, James Armistead joins the military and Lafayette recruits him and says, I I I want you to come spy Mm -hmm. for me. And as we mentioned, Benedict Arnold was the guy who at this point was the commander in charge of the British military when they attack Richmond, Richmond Falls. And Lafayette tells James, I just want you to, to go to this camp that's right there in your backyard. Yeah. So he sends Lafayette into the camp of Richmond where Benedict Arnold is. Correct, yeah. So he, he sends uh, Lafayette, and, or rather Armistead, into the camp. And very quickly, Armistead is able to gain a lot of trust from the British officers. And they end up including him in a lot of their war meetings. And during those meetings, he was able to take a lot of that information and then repatriate it back to the colonialists. Now, when you say repatriate it, that means he just got word back to Lafayette. Okay, I just, just, just clarifying based on, you know, I, 
I'm sure that we knew exactly what sure, you meant. Sure, sure. But there I might wasn't be Google that word. Like, no, totally fine. There might be somebody in the audience that was like, "What does that mean?" It's for their benefit, right? Yes. Snuck, got word back to Lafayette. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lafayette starts to get word. The Americans are finding out what the plans of the British are, and as they're getting the British plans, the Americans are able to respond. Mm-hmm. And in in the midst of the Americans now being able to respond, this is January 1781. So so we're toward the end of the revolution already. But he. Uh, Armistead also went to that camp with the perspective of, I'm a runaway slave, please help me, and was just coming at it like he's, he's, he needs their assistance. So I, I think that that's important as well. Oh, I mean, he definitely yeah. was playing the part, right? Yeah. I mean, as, as a spy, yeah. Yeah. he definitely is playing the part very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know that, you know, he's going to fool Eric Swalwell like maybe some <laughs> Chinese lady did. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just allegedly I'm, alleged, is right? It, alleged. Oh uh, no, it's confirmed. Oh okay. uh, yeah, okay. it's it's for right, sure. Right, it's been three uh, six months. Okay. Nonetheless, <laughs> right? Nonetheless, yes. So he he goes in strategically, knowing his situation. Well, in in the midst of it all unfolding, Benedict Arnold gets assigned to go serve Cornwallis. Mm-hmm. James Armistead goes with Benedict Arnold into Cornwallis's camp. Now he's at the camp of the commander of all of the British forces, hearing information. The Americans are able to start responding in such a way that Cornwallis recognizes there, there's no way the Americans should have known where we were going and when we were going. There's no way unless... There's a spy in this camp. Somebody in this camp is working with the Americans. Mm-hmm. And, and so this, right. Right, this order goes out right. that we're going to find who it is. We're going to eliminate this person. James is in that scenario. Yes. Could you imagine <laughs> how scared he must have been? What's incredible is when they call James into the room and they say, James, essentially, like, we know. We know that there's a spy in this camp. Would you mind we being our you. spy yeah. on the behalf of the British Army? And he, I could just imagine his excitement and realizing Everyone what he had achieved in that moment. Except for James, we need to talk to him. Incredible. Well, and how well you sold your part, right? right. That they're like... Cornwall's like, I don't trust any of my officers, but James, you're the one. Like, you sold your part really, really well. What, what, what certainly is worth noting now is he was the first devil spy in American history, yes. right? Which is just Huge. astounding. There's a, a couple really cool letters from Lafayette to George Washington. It, one letter uh, in early 1781, Lafayette tells Washington that there's a new spy working for me, and I believe he's going to get us the best intelligence we've ever had. He seems to be the best spy we've ever had. Mm-hmm. There's a follow-up letter uh, months later where he writes Washington and says, remember that spy I told you about was so good. Mm-hmm. He just got his information that Cornwallis is moving with troops. They're going to Yorktown. And Lafayette tells Washington, this might be the moment we've waited for, mm-hmm. right? If we can surround him at Yorktown, we might can, can capture him. We might can end this war. Well, ultimately is what happens. Yeah. They, they surround Cornwallis. They end up winning the war. And today, like it, it would seem that every single history book, right? Every... Right. Anybody like 1619 Project, CRT, you want to talk about some of the black people overlooked? Like, this guy should be the top. didn't mention that the intelligence of a black man is what helped end the war and definitely save millions of lives. Yeah, you would think that'd be included. Seems like that that was left out. Uh, But this is where, right? And and, and by the way, so if if you go to uh, wallbrothers.com, if you want to get a story, we have a lot of stuff there. You actually can get the whole series of all 20 of these heroes we go through. And there's way more than 20 heroes. In fact, we will come out with many more series along the way. This is just the first installation of 20. In fact, join us back tomorrow or the rest of the next couple weeks through February. We're going to be going over one of these heroes a day. But James Armistead certainly is a guy who 
unfortunately is a little unheralded when the reality is if you even follow his story so we don't tell all of the the details of his story in this page and a half but as the story goes on what's crazy is at the end of the revolution uh he decides he's going to apply for his freedom because right. the law of the time said virginia if you fight for a year then you could have your freedom but you had to apply because you have to show your papers i fought for a year virginia had some crazy slavery laws crazy laws mm -hmm. so so he applies and he's told that mm, you don't make the cut because you weren't a soldier right you were only a spy right and by definition there's not a whole lot of paper trail behind a spy, right? Right. So you right. don't want to put their name in anything because then they would be right. caught as the spy. Also, something very pertinent to mention about that particular job title in the army is the fact that a spy was without honor in both camps. Right. A lot of people despised spies even on their own side. Mm -hmm. So the very fact that he was willing to take this mission, realizing that there could be no honor for him after mm -hmm. this is even heralds more the contribution yeah. that he was willing to make on behalf yeah. of the yeah. colonial army. Yeah, with the possibility, putting your name on the line, that people might think you're not trustworthy, you're a liar, because you're going to do whatever you need to do for money, whatever it is. Right. Well, so when he is told by the state legislature that he's not approved for his freedom, mm -hmm. this is what, and by the way, his master was also part of the state legislature. His master's like, this guy should be free. Right. They're able to contact Lafayette. Lafayette's able to send a letter verifying like, yeah, to your point, right? Not a lot of paper trail. This guy really was part of the spying. He was valuable in what he did. Right. They're able to, the state legislature had to take a special vote. Mm -hmm. They finally voted to free James Armistead. Later in his life, they actually took another vote where they decided that they should give him uh, a commission, give him pay at the end of his life. Part of the story that I love right here is James Armistead then <laughs> buys adjacent land to William Armistead, which is just, what a good friend. Right. They just have this lifelong friendship. Like literally they become neighbors, yeah. uh, which uh, as interesting side notes, um, James also became a, a slave owner. Uh, he had slaves running his farm, um, which uh, apparently he also got from his former master, right? So now with Wait, that being said- evil white men? Well, right, and, and so like with this, this being said, I don't understand. right, with this being said <laughs> is like e e even in the reality of the era at the time where there was slavery, you had people who were doing an evil practice yeah. who didn't always treat people with the same evil that today is perceived that everyone who owns slaves is a really evil, terrible, awful, right. abusive person. That certainly happened. That wasn't always who they were, though. Mm -hmm. Now, the end of the story, like the, the bow on the very end, mm -hmm. that's so fun, is in the 1820s when Lafayette returns, it's his farewell tour to America. Mm -hmm. uh, he is loved all over America, right? I love Lafayette. Everything that he did with Thomas Jefferson and everything. He is such a great story. He really is. Uh, there's so many connections. We don't have time to yeah. get into all those connections. Yeah. He's a guy worth doing more research on uh, if you're not familiar with the story. You can go to wallbuilders.com and do that research. That's right. We have some resources, <laughs> connections, uh, links for you, wallbuilders.com. But when he is in, back in Richmond, which is where James was from, he's on a, there's a parade in town. He's on a carriage riding through the town. He stops the whole parade. He gets off. There's thousands of people, mm -hmm. right? Which back then, that's a big parade, yeah. right? Today, it's like a parade for the WNBA that nobody showed up to, <laughs> right? Hey. Back then, <laughs> this was a big parade. Thousands of people showed up. And as he's riding through on this carriage, he stops the parade, he jumps off. People see him go in the crowd. He comes back, 
with this black man. Some of the people didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. He brings him up on the carriage. He tells them this, who this man was, was James Armistead, which, by the way, at that time, his name was not James Armistead mm. because once he got his freedom, he was no longer going by the name of a slave master. Right. One of the very cool parts of the story is that Lafayette said, hey, I'd love for you to take my name, uh, right? You're looking for maybe a new last name. I'd love for, for you to take my name. So he became yeah. James. He's known today historically as James Armistead Lafayette, mm -hmm. but he was James Lafayette at that time. So James Lafayette and the Marquis de Lafayette are in this carriage. They basically ride off into the sunset together, which again is so cool. <laughs> They share this amazing war story, and then they just choose to be bound through life with this last name. It's, it's such family and love between them. They do. And this is something, as, as we go through these stories over the next several weeks, some of these you're looking at going, this should be a Hollywood movie, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we've seen some Hollywood movies recently, and we're like, that was a terrible story. You need some better stories. Yeah. I got a better story for you right here, right? Like, this is an amazing story. We actually know a couple people that have written some scripts, so maybe this becomes a story one day. To me, he really is one of my favorite American heroes. When, yeah. when I go down my list of maybe top five, top 10 American heroes, mm -hmm. he, he's always on my list. I, I look at the George Washingtons. Um, I, you know, We can talk about the Abraham Lincolns, my, John Quincy Adams. There's people I yeah. really love, appreciate. He's always on the top of my list because of his contributions. Okay. All right, so if you want to know more of these stories, you can listen tomorrow, listen to the rest of these couple weeks here in February. Obviously, you can watch them after that as well. Or you can also go to wallbuilders.com if you want to be able to purchase and download these, have them that you can own and print off copies for your friends. That's awesome. Go to wallbuilders.com, look for the American Hero series, and you can own some of these stories. And again, footnote to the bottom, don't take our word for it. Do your research, look these people up. These are amazing stories. For more information, go to wallbuilders.com. We'll see you tomorrow.